Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big, Big, Big Willie. You know who the f- Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. Welcome back to episode six. I'm flying through episode six, season two of uh, of this little experiment here. I am Mario, said my name, and back with us again as always, Jose. Hey everyone, happy Friday! Happy Friday! Happy intro to to week three. Uh, next in line is Castro. What's up, everyone? Welcome back, Castro. William. What up, peeps? You're getting more reserved with all of your interests. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. What happened and... to Big Willie style? <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, our special guest for the week is Justin. Welcome back, Justin. What's up? I'm Owen too, but we're on to Fawn's week. Let that be a lesson to most people. Owen, too, yeah. don't hide. Show your face. Come on, face the music. Yeah, usually we get uh, William's opponent, just because it's more fun that way. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, to just have someone here to talk shit to him. And his opponent this week is Michelle. Michelle, unfortunately, was tied up um, this evening. Couldn't make this, but we had to get it in. So the next best thing was the other half of the Alas Brothers uh, was Fonz. And Justin, you are Fonz's opponent and actually got it kicked off early last night. You sat right next to him as he started Ravi Anderson in the Thursday night football game. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was uh, I was talking shit from the very beginning. And uh, and then Robbie Anderson had one catch on two targets for eight yards. <laughs> in the first quarter. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that was that was I was I was cussing him so much, and it was like it was like the end of the game, like three minutes left, and he caught an eight yard pass, and I was just like, "Fuck me!" Like, of course, <laughs> this is the game where Sam Darnold like completed like twenty five passes. One of them was to Robbie Anderson. Were you watching that next to Fonz? Oh yeah, the whole night. Oh, did Fonz <laughs> love it? He was he was actually really quiet about it. He knew. <laughs> We made a lot of Chuba Hubar jokes though, so that was that was fun. Oh, okay, that's where that came from. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes I think we get seduced by the excitement of having a player play on Thursday, and we sort of get afraid that if somebody goes off, we're going to miss it and just be stuck thinking about it for several days. Robbie Anderson is one of those guys that, sure, he'll have one catch for eight yards, but next game he might have three catches for two touchdowns and one hundred and twenty yards. So. Uh, kind of the definition of, of boomer bust. He is on a new team, but he is with the familiar quarterback at the same time with Darnold. 
not crazy to think that they could have reestablished that connection they had on the Jets, but it was not to be last night. Um, I don't remember if I advised you against starting because we were talking about your lineup earlier in the day. We talked a lot about it, but the problem was, so I have Josh Jacobs on my IR and he went to questionable on like Monday, Tuesday or Tuesday, Wednesday. And he went doubtful today, but I couldn't move my roster around unless I dropped somebody and took him off and I didn't want to drop anybody. So I just decided to play the numbers game and, you know, rotate the roster around and it didn't work out for me. Um, not on the early one, but uh, one player is not everything because as we saw last week, you might get a Derrick Henry performance where somebody runs for 130 yards and four touchdowns or whatever, whatever the shit that was. So, <laughs> it may not matter, but we will recap your match with Fonz uh, a little later on. That's why you're here. But uh, yeah, anything else? How's everything else going? Awesome. Just living the life. Living the 0-2 dream right now. Mm. Uh, gonna gonna be the first ever 0-2 team in this league to win the championship. So I'm uh, I'm feeling good right yeah. now. That is an official stat, isn't it, Jose? I don't remember if you put that up about 0-2 teams. Uh, I don't think I put anything up on 0-2 teams, but I was going to mention it in the last episode. Uh, but when I started looking at the data, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is this is really telling. It, it's early in the season. It's fantasy football. I think you can, you can, you can, you can do your best with an zero and two start. But I did put together a uh, list of percentages that for our league only historically, if you start two and zero, you have an eighty two percent chance to make the playoffs. If you start yeah. one and one, you have a forty six percent, and if you start zero and two, you actually have a better shot at forty seven percent. Um, and I say that it doesn't, it doesn't really, the only thing that means something is, is starting two and zero. you have a really good shot at, uh, at making the playoffs, but if history tells us anything, I, I can speak for my team alone. I, I went five and eight in 2018, made the playoffs and won the championship. So, uh, if you're zero and two, you're listening to this, uh, don't worry. It's, it's not time to panic. That was going to be the headline though. Like, is it time to panic if you're zero and two, but this doesn't, this doesn't say much. And William, don't get too excited that you're two and zero because I went four and zero last year and still missed playoffs. But you also are <laughs> to start my season. You also have not won a championship, so that's understandable. So. Uh, when's the last time you won yours? Five uh, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Those are facts. Was uh, Was Obama <laughs> president when that happened? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> uh, president at the time. Let's see who was it. Not to give you extra homework, Jose, but I would actually really like to see the stat on percentage of teams that started 4-0 and missed the playoffs because I bet it's small. <laughs> and we know, <laughs> we know it's there. What are you trying to say? You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no one's talking about you. You're just like your brother. You're so insecure that people are fucking with you all the time. <laughs> Even when we talk about someone else, you just get defensive. Uh, these don't look up that stat. It's he not even about you. I take it back. I don't want it. Too late. I'll have it by end of episode. I don't want <laughs> uh, well, that is a cool stat. I don't suppose you have an 0 3 stat handy because Justin and I are both facing that potential this week. <laughs> I don't, but I think I'll probably have a running total and uh, like as we go through the season to see like you know how the, the percentages drop as we progress and you know our records are more carved out um so i'll probably i'll probably keep that running all season and maybe share every week love it i always appreciate those numbers it's just more fodder for people to point fingers and talk shit to each other so 
uh, these two in particular, even if they misunderstand the stats we're talking about. <laughs> don't put, don't group them up with me about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, one other thing I did capture though. So in that two and O, uh, so historically in that two and O, out of the seventeen times a team has started two and O, only three failed to make the playoffs. Castor is one of them, and I think we already he already said he started four and one year and didn't make it. Um, but the other two are Fonz and Miller. And then current, like of the current teams that um, uh, that are two and zero, I'm sorry, are zero and two. Mario, you're the only one to come up from the bottom to make the playoffs in the past, and that was in 2017 when you were the runner up. So, damn, you pulled that up pretty fast. Wow. I, I had that last episode. I forgot I had that like oh. below all my notes because I was like, ah, I don't want to bring this up anymore. But it's interesting. <laughs> I, I do uh, need to be better about that. Actually, underneath the little notes here of each game we're going to talk about, the last one is D's stats, because I always just skip to the next one. Um, I didn't ask you beforehand, but usually you've got a little something about each of the matchups, so I have a note to stop and uh, throw to you. I'm going to disappoint you this episode then, because I didn't I didn't do my homework for these, but I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can pull up all-time records. So, uh, the one time. Yeah, yeah, if you remember, that. hit me. I'll throw, I'll throw something out. If not, then we'll just move on. We'll take that. Okay, well, let's let's get into uh, football for the week then. Last night, Thursday night game, uh, Carolina versus mm, Texans. The Tyrod Taylor and Deshaun Watson list Texans. Uh, if anyone's in a Survivor League, which I am, I did take the Panthers in this one. I was pretty nervous at halftime when it was 7-6. Oh, <laughs> uh, but luckily, the rookies' ineptitude came through and Sam Darnold, of all people, decided to run it a couple touchdowns. Um, I honestly did not watch a second of this game. So if anyone who watched it would like to take lead or point on uh, points of note or emphasis or takeaways, there's obviously one big one we got to talk about. Uh, but feel free. Feel free to take over. Uh, I mean, I watched it. Yeah, I watched every play. And uh, DJ Moore was targeted uh, at least 35 times it felt like, <laughs> um, and uh, and he caught a lot of passes. Darnold was pretty solid. Uh, the Texans like scored pretty early on on a drive, and the quarterback looked okay. And then he couldn't do anything the rest of the game. So I think they were kind of just behind the eight ball. They're not a great team. And then you're starting a you know a third round guy that played like eight games at Stanford ever. Mm. It's uh, it's probably not going to turn out very good for you. But yeah, the big thing, the big news, obviously coming out of that one was the uh, the injury situation. Injury to McCaffrey, of course. Uh, I didn't, I saw the news, but like I said, I wasn't watching the game. His official stat line: seven carries, thirty-one yards, two catches for nine yards, four total points. Uh, probably about fifteen points below what Isaac probably stood to expect from him. Uh. This is interesting because Isaac beat Miller last week, of course, and part of this McCaffrey trade between Miller and Isaac was uh, Calvin Ridley, who's still playing, and Cam Akers, who tore his ACL before the season even started and got no use out of it. And so right after Isaac beats Miller, who we outright called a witch more than once, this injury comes about. I think the news is uh, multi-week. I don't think they gave a number. Yeah, um, correct. Was, I mean... Is anyone surprised that this was that this happened? No, and I, I keep I keep imagining like Miller's face. Y'all remember in uh was it Endgame? Infinity 
Infinity War, Endgame, um, when Red Skull's like, a soul for a soul. Like, I keep imagining all those face just, like, <laughs> shouting that and just, like, he expect he, he did something. I don't know what he did, but he made that happen, so. Damn, Bees, I like your reference, dude. Thanks, man. <laughs> Anything Avengers, get him excited. Yeah, uh, DJ Moore had, had 12, 12 uh, targets, by the way. Whoa, yeah, 100 yards by halftime. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked and, really good. And Chuba Hubbard actually was pretty solid as a as a backup. Chuba Hubbard, so I think he ended up with uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ended up with just under under uh, seven points, I think. So I should call him Chuba Hubba. Chuba Hubba, it's easy. Hubba Bubba. Uh, Isn't it Chuba Hubbard? Yeah, oh, Chuba Hubbard Chuba. is it rolls off the tongue the easiest. His actual name is Chuba. It, Pronounced Chuba. William. And if you're William, his last name is not pronounced Hubbard, it's Hubbard. <laughs> Sounds like a fancy like European He's, twist on it. Hubbard. He still couldn't get the name right. He's saying Chubba. <laughs> I like Chubba Hubbard, dude. That's his name. Well, maybe Isaac will change his team name, but Isaac is going to need him to uh, be effective. Luckily, he did grab the backup, which was a smart play by him. Is he on taxi or something though? Because I don't even see him on Isaac's. He uh, yeah, he's team. on the taxi. So, <laughs> looks like Isaac is going to have his first promotion of the season. Uh, Justin, you pointed out uh, seven points on the day. I think he actually had five targets. So uh, if he can catch the ball, not saying he'll have McCaffrey like production, but there's a huge hole to fill now in Isaac's uh, starting lineup for at least a few weeks until McCaffrey comes back. Sucks after missing so much of last year, own McCaffrey owners thought. And I, I don't know, we'd have to ask Miller. He might have been concerned about his long-term health going forward, and that was the first time he had a major injury. But I think Miller sort of sensed the ship was starting to go down and, and tried to sell while he still could, even though we all thought he could have maybe sold for a little more. A lot more. <laughs> or a lot more. <laughs> um. Yeah, other player you mentioned, uh, DJ Moore. Jose, I know you're going up against him in the in the playoff rematch from last year, the semifinal, I guess, your game against Work. Uh, did he end up getting hurt too? I thought I saw a headline like that. Did he limp off or something? Yeah, he came right back yeah. in. He came right back in and caught like four more passes, though, so <laughs> he was okay. Yeah, eight for 12, eight catches on 12 targets for 126 yards, uh, 12 and a half points because he ran backwards. For a yard, but pretty good day for a guy that didn't score. Uh, if only uh, Darnold didn't, or yeah, Darnold didn't take all the touchdowns for himself. <laughs> Could have been a better word. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the big news. I think any other players of note or consequence from that game? DJ Moore, McCaffrey, Brandon Cooks, right? Uh, William, don't worry. Yeah. This is like literally the only Texan I can name at this point. <laughs> Nobody can talk about my boy. Um, and I told you, like, they got to throw the ball somewhere. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, nine well, catches on 11 targets. I was yards. definitely worried because before the half ended, Brandon Cooks only had like two catches, maybe like 12 yards. And then out of nowhere, he, he just kept throwing him the ball before the half ended. He So he had like 56 yards. Uh, by the end of the first half, and then it happened again towards the end of the like, fourth quarter. Just kept getting the ball, kept getting the ball. Like, All right, this is good. The Texans are so annoying. They like 
I had the Panthers D, so like I I wanted them to do something, and like on offense they just kept running the ball. We weren't getting anywhere. Like, I didn't score for the whole first two quarters till the very end of the second quarter. But I was like, oh, this sucks. I'm not getting anything. Like all they're doing is losing yards, running, and I get nothing, no sacks. <laughs> what did they finish with? I didn't even see. I think like seven Eight. points. Oh yeah, nothing. Yeah, seven points. Yep, there it is. It's not, not bad. bad. I'll take that for a defense. Anything over five is good to me. Yeah. It's a plus. <laughs> standard. Um, yeah, I think I think that about covers everything. It was not not a fun game. I will say though, the Texans. Everyone expected them to be a dumpster fire with the uh, whole Deshaun Watson thing, and um, you know, no real talented players. They have three aging running backs, and Brandon Cooks is like their only real receiver. They had a rookie they drafted who already got hurt. It's just like the sky is falling, but they keep coming out and putting out respectable efforts. They crushed the uh, the Jags in the opener, and they've been competitive, at least in the second game. This third one, uh, not as much, but it was 7-6 at halftime, so credit to that team for their fight. But uh, it's going to be hard to get actual wins uh, without Tyrod there. Yeah, I actually really feel bad for Tyrod Taylor. I, l- I liked watching him back in college, and then, you know, he gets a chance like last year and they puncture his lung. His own doctor. Right. His own team doctor. <laughs> and, then he, and then he's out. The, and Deshaun Watson finally moves out of the way and because of the legal stuff. And he's like, oh, I got a chance to be the guy. And then he's hurt again. They they say there's a there's a Tyrod Taylor theory out there that every, any team he joins, that team, like he get, either gets taken out because of injury or something happens. And that team that he's on finds their franchise quarterback immediately after. It happened with the Bills and – Josh Allen, it happened with uh, uh, Chargers and Justin Herbert, uh, Cleveland, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I thought there was one more. But yeah, it's just like, it's floating out there. And I was like, huh. That's interesting. <laughs> He's the uh, good luck Chuck of quarterbacks. So, so maybe, <laughs> good luck. Maybe, maybe Davis Mills yes, is uh, worth picking up. Well, no, it's uh, Spencer Rattler, the number one pick next year. He's the guy. <laughs> if the Jags start winning games, there's a good shot Houston would have a look at it and I don't really know what their relationship with Deshaun Watson is like at this point. Justin, I like how you glossed over, like, oh, the legal stuff because he's on your team trying to do some PR. <laughs> Listen, we're just we're still working through everything. Um, Deshaun's uh, been a stand-up guy with us uh, the whole way through. Um, we like what he's doing on and off the field with us, and we think it'll all get resolved and he'll he'll play uh, this year. <laughs> Did we make it we made a joke the other night because i i've been suffering without a quarterback and it's good to know obviously i got rid of him because you know my team has higher values than yours but he hasn't played at all so i've been trying to grab off the waiver wire uh matt ryan ben roethlisberger i've really been suffering from the loss of a starting quarterback and i just i made a joke the other night like can I be the 25th victim of Deshaun Watson's discretions? Like well, what he did <laughs> screwed my team. <laughs> I don't know if it's as serious as uh, all the other allegations, but I, uh, I have, I have grievances. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, with that out of the way, uh, what I was saying is actually interesting. There are uh, 12 teams, right? So six matchups. Five of those matchups have representatives here, so let's tackle the one that doesn't first. The only two, the only two teams that don't have a representative here to speak for themselves, and that would be Jacob and Isaac. Um, Isaac currently sitting at how can I see his name? Two and zero, undefeated Isaac. Jacob, after a tough start to his dynasty career with a loss to William, uh, <laughs> bounced back pretty well in a big way. High score of the entire week. 
won his first twenty dollars, uh, sitting at one and one. And because of what happened to McCaffrey, uh, combined with the fact that Isaac really has no receivers, uh, had to start rookie Terrace Marshall. Not terrible, forty-eight yards for a rookie. Not bad in a pretty low volume game. Um, but yeah, that's two players that combined for eight point eight points. Current projection: Jacob one eleven point five to Isaac's ninety-six point two. Uh, sort of what we did last time was kind of comb through the lineups and see if there's any sort of a backseat advice that we could give backseat driving on these lineups. And I previewed this one a little bit. Like, let's start with the underdog. Jalen Hurts, as bad as he looked on the football field, he's, he's been good fantasy-wise. Uh, 28 and 21 points each of the first two weeks. I don't remember how he matched up against the Cowboys last year. Uh, Justin, do you? Uh, it, I think it was a pretty mediocre game across the board for uh, for both both teams, and uh, it was ugly. Um, I don't know who won that game or that it mattered at all, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't start Jalen Hurts this week. I think Tannehill has more upside. You would take Tannehill, really? Uh, playing against the Colts, Tannehill. I mean, Cowboys have the best turnover defense in the league, so uh, I'd watch out. <laughs> the Cowboys fan. <laughs> it is actually true. We were always last in that category, but this year I think always we gotta we gotta have it for like a day. Come on, let us have it for a week. <laughs> Uh, Tannehill, two underwhelming performances in his first two weeks, 14 points in each of those first two games. I would, I don't know, and everyone can weigh in since there's a disagreement. I'd probably roll with Hurts just because of the rushing floor. He's younger. He's had flashes of looking like a decent passer. The Cowboys offense has a potential of scoring 30-plus, meaning to keep up, he's going to have to stay on the field, either running it or throwing it. So I trust him a little more. Tannehill with that new coordinator, I got to see it first, and we haven't seen it. Yeah, I I agree. I'm going Hurts, too. I don't think – I don't know. I just don't – I'm not a huge fan of Tannehill, too, and I still think it's just Derrick Henry's offense. And even though I like what I saw from Julio Jones – You're goddamn Julio, right it is. <laughs> <laughs> Julio was great, but I just I, – I don't – I'm not a fan of Tannehill. I'm not, I'm not a believer, so I'd go – I'd go for the rushing points. Anyone else? William, Jose? Hurts. Just one word. I just want to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Tannehill. Of course, you <laughs> would. I'll actually say that I I think uh, running quarterbacks kind of eat us up. Um, you know, Kyler Murray made it look really, really easy against us last year. And I'm sure Hurts ran a little bit against us. And same thing with uh, Lamar. So, um, yeah, they're always a, a big upside if they can get you, you know, six, seven points on the ground as well. So it helps a lot. Are you still rolling with Tannehill? Yeah, because I think Hertz is going to get. I think uh, uh, Parsons is going to like sack him from the blind side and mm. uh, and like knock him out of the game in the early second quarter. Oh, you think he's going to get hurt? I thought you were going to say like maybe he has a, a fumble, maybe a couple picks. No, he's just going to oh, get yeah, hurt. Yeah, that's going to happen first, and then he's going to get knocked out of the game. I think. Damn. <laughs> damn. I was going to say fumble, you know, maybe one pick, but damn, I don't know. I can hurt. It's bad. You would wish that. So, will you just thinking? I didn't that? wish it. I'm just making a prediction. <laughs> I like, it. I like the guy. I think he's a good dude. Well, 
Justin, you're on the same side as William, which is, uh, I don't know if you're new to the show, but that's not a side you want to be on. That's a great thing. <laughs> that's a great thing, Justin. <laughs> It feels uh, so good when we're right. Uh, ask William about Aaron Rodgers week two, what he thought was going to be Aaron. <laughs> hey, ask Casho about uh, what that wide receiver for uh, Cleveland, how well he did. Schwartz? <laughs> yeah. Schwartz. Old donut. Uh, all right, moving down. There isn't actually a whole lot to argue. Uh, Eckler, he started Marshall. He, this guy has no receivers. He really has none. He moved Michael Pittman up. Pittman looked really good last week. Eight catches on 12 uh, targets. And if I could move this thing a little bit this way. Let's see. All right. 12.3 points. That's pretty much what like DJ Moore and uh, Brandon Cooks just did. I think uh, I think it's the right play to get him up there. He sat him last week. Hawkinson has looked good. He might have, This might be his breakout year from the way he started the season, even with Jared Goff. Uh, running backs I don't love between uh, <laughs> Robinson. Just, I mean, Robinson's talented. We saw it, but that – Fucking coach, I, I I give him two years. <laughs> two years. I don't think he knows what he's doing. Uh, Fournette, unfortunately, is on a team with a guy who wants all the touchdowns for himself so he can continue to break records. Uh, <laughs> nine and 11 attempts in the first two games, zero touchdowns. I mean, he's getting touches, but unless he breaks 100 yards, I don't know. He's due, he's due to score eventually, but I don't know. Seems like Tom Brady just wants it all. Yeah, I agree with that one. And Bruce Arians just lets him do it. I'm not going to stop him. Yeah, yeah. I like Bruce also, Arians. He's very good. Oh, it's also just a weird team. I mean, they've got so many running backs, and like Bernard's taking some of those snaps too. So when you got three guys getting touches, it makes it really hard to count on one of them. It's kind of like uh, San Francisco. So when so many guys get the ball. Uh, speaking of San Francisco, as I look at, Isaac's bench. I mean, he's got Trey Lance, obviously. You can't start him. Carlos Hyde's the backup. Can't start him. LaVisca Chenault. Looks like he's going to play based on this projection, but the Jags uh, and him did not look good last week, so I don't blame him for starting Pittman uh, over him. I probably would have started him over Terrace Marshall if I had a choice, but yeah, defense, backup. And then these two, Brandon Ayuk and Trey Sermon. Whatever the fuck is going on with Brandon Ayuk is – is a curse right now because he would have been usable last year and uh, Isaac could surely use him, but I don't, I don't know. Did he miss another curfew Castro? I don't know. It's probably just still in the doghouse, I'd say. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just didn't like the kid. I don't think he was that great. I just think when he was going off, the Niners didn't have Debo Samuels or anyone else. So I'm not convinced that he's like a stud wide receiver. I think he's like a good R or WR two but not like a, a number one. No, I would definitely take Debo over him right now based on what we've seen the first two weeks. Um, but I don't I don't know. Like He's getting sent a hard message right now. They're, the Shanahan's literally saying, I don't need you. <laughs> uh, for Isaac's sake, he uh, maybe he gets out of that doghouse soon and starts getting more touches because he looks like ass right now. But um, no other suggestions. We, we, we semi-split on Hurts v. Tannehill. Me and the Jose's are with Team Hertz, and William and Justin <laughs> are Team Tannehill. Write it down. We'll come back to it. All right. Uh, moving over to Jacob. The pack back on track, unlike William predicted. <laughs> William, what's your prediction on this one? Aaron uh, Rodgers. 
Aaron Rodgers will suck your dick. <laughs> Very <laughs> professional, William. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Thank you. Uh, the big challenge with Jacob's team is wide receivers. Gosh, we've mentioned before, you gave him so many that he's got to pick, even though there's a double flex, he's got to pick between which four to start out of the five uh, potential starters he has. This week, Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, who we talked about like might actually be a thing uh, with the way he's played recently. Yeah, Justin, as soon as – the reason he is a thing, if Justin gets rid of him, you can bet <laughs> they're, they're on the way up. You're like the Adam Gase of fantasy football. Wherever you get rid of <laughs> Yeah. I kept watching that game last week, the the game, and he's like running wide open, and Lamar's just missing him. And I'm like, God, if he could just connect on a few of these, he'd be a really good receiver. And he has be been even still, like yeah. 69 and 113 yards in the first two, and he scored in each of them. He just he, he's got that poor man's like Tyreek Hill type of speed, you know, that sure can make you really special if you can put it all together, and if your quarterback's accurate. Like Lamar's just a little off as a quarterback still. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, poor man's Tyreek is probably the way to go. He is that fast, but his quarterback is nowhere near as accurate as uh, as. Like you put that guy, if you put that guy on Kansas City's team, and I think he's an All Pro. God, I bet Kansas City would love to have Tyreek on one side and and Hollywood Brown on the other. (laughs) Oh God, that'd be horrible. That'd be a nightmare for everyone else. Yeah, scary thought. Uh, Hunter Henry, I I think, is Jacob's best tight end at the moment. Uh, sorry, the last wide receiver uh, that made the cut was Jamar Chase, the rookie. I mean, he's looked good the first two weeks. He's He only caught two balls last week. One of them was a touchdown. Uh, they are playing against who is Steelers. Ooh, Steelers. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Uh, the odd man out in this one would be your boy, DJ Chark, playing against the Cardinals. <laughs> sorry. Um, that. So good. <laughs> is what stands out to me as the biggest maybe um, play or non-play. Would anyone put Chark in over any one of these four? Evans, McLaurin, Hollywood Brown, Jamar Chase. I don't think so. I don't. I don't like I the matchup. And yeah, if it was anyone, it'd probably be Chase if I had to. But I kind of like Chase with the Steelers against the Steelers. And I don't know if it's TJ Watt going to play. Do y'all know that? I think he's out for a few weeks. Okay. Uh, Justin? Well, there you have it. Put him in. No, Everyone I don't, would uh, leave it, huh? I don't make any changes to that roster. Yeah. I mean, Mike Evans is going against the Rams. I would love to see a cornerback matchup. If he's going to get shadowed by Ramsey, uh, I might make that switch there. Uh, but McLaurin, Brown, I don't love Chase just because this Pittsburgh team – they're, but aside from the fact that he's a rookie, they're just like a nasty ground and pound, like 17 to 21 point team. I feel like they control the ball a lot, take away offensive snaps from the other side. And I'm just worried to be one of those where he just doesn't get to see the field a ton. And Arizona is the opposite. They are so quick, fast paced, score a shitload of points right away that Trevor Lawrence might throw the ball 50 times again. And Chark is just bound to, to get looks on, on that type of volume. Uh, so, I'll I'll give a condition if if Mike Evans is getting shadowed by Ramsey, <laughs> there's I would no make that conditions. Swap. We can't know that. You got to give a real pick, solid pick. We can't know that. 
there's there's a there's uh, analysts who do there's real analysts who do the quarterback uh, defensive <laughs> back matchup. So if I saw that news, I would uh, I would take out Evans and I would consider Chase. You know what? Fuck it. I got nothing to lose. Bench Chase. Put in Chark. That's my advice if you want to beat Isaac, which you might do anyway. So <laughs> I say bench Mike Evans and put in DJ Shark. If if Evans is getting shot by Ramsey, yeah, I don't care. Do that. Put him in. Put him in. Damn. Either way. All right, William. Congrats. Uh, well, Jose, do you uh, have an all time between these two? Maybe. Obviously, Jacob just started, so maybe it's not that. Yeah, nothing, no all-time stat there. Um, I just will mention Isaac does really well um, historically through the first three weeks of the fantasy season. I think when he joined 2017-2018, uh, he started 3-0. and uh, 2019, he went 2-1. and And then last year, he didn't make the playoffs. Oh, so those first three years, he made the playoffs. And last year, he didn't, and he went 1-2. and So that was last year was really the only off year for him. Uh, he has a chance to go 3-0 again. So um, we'll see what happens. But I, I like I, – I, I'm a betting man, so I put my money on Isaac making the playoffs this year. Man, you hear that, Castro? That's your cousin. <laughs> Supremo, dude. Then I'll see him there, William. Damn. You'll see him there. Okay. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> we'll go over the standings at the end of this, and we'll uh, we'll, we'll discuss uh, who might have a fake record at the moment. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I didn't say who. Uh Let's go through. Let's go through and do, uh, do a, a pick up for this real quick. Uh, I'll start with the guest again. I'll just go in the order of my screen. Uh, Justin. Uh, yeah, I'm picking Jacob. I think um, I actually think that he could sit one of his receivers and still win this game um, <laughs> and just leave a spot open. I think the problem is Isaac had some really bad performances to start off with and the injuries, and so I think it's gonna not really look in his favor. And I'll pick uh, Jacob in a pretty good win here. Jacob streak to continue. William. I said Jacob. I think started off with too bad. He has two players with a total of eight points. Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh I think I'm taking Isaac. I, I feel like Eckler's gonna boom. <laughs> I feel like Hawkinson's Ooh. gonna boom. I feel like uh Hertz is gonna boom. Um, and I, I may, I may like, if I was him, I may like swap out Ramsey for the Bears D because I, I see the Bears D chilling on his bench. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, if I was to see my, I might do that, but I, I think, I think Isaac will win this one. All right, uh, Castro. I think it's gonna be Jacob. Isaac just doesn't have wide receivers, and Jacob has like an embarrassment of him. <laughs> yeah, all from a... you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but like he has a solid lineup. All the wide receivers look good. The running backs, Aaron Jones, could probably carry that whole running back backfield. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I don't, I don't see anywhere where Isaac has a big enough advantage to take it. Yeah, before last night, I might have leaned Isaac, but it's you say he scored eight points on two players on Thursday night. People have come back from that, but one of those was McCaffrey, and that expectation was probably about 15 points short of what he would have expected. So the number of heavy hitters he has on his team dropped. I could see Hawkinson scoring again, but I don't believe enough in Robinson and Fournette. And Hurts could have a 27-point game, but his his comp on the other side is Aaron Rodgers. So Rodgers, Jones, and like I know Jacob made a ton of moves as soon as he came in and got into that front office, but as I look at his team, 
I see Evans, Solid. McLaurin, <laughs> Hollywood Brown has has kind of popped, and and Jamar Chase, even and uh, who we got in the draft, like he's got a. Those are four guys who could do double digits any given week, and it wouldn't be crazy. And then Aaron Jones, of course, we just saw what he did. Mike Davis, when your team is is that loaded everywhere else, like you can afford to have kind of a softer, you know, RB three, even if it's in this RB two slot. Um, and, you know, maybe Mike Davis comes along, but um, yeah, I don't think last week was a fluke. We we saw the the boom potential of this roster, so I'll uh, I'll take it to continue. I pick Jacob on an island. Caster, is this how you feel? <laughs> About what? Oh, on the Nile. Shut up, tease. <laughs> uh, well, that gets us into the matchup that does have a representative here. Castro, we'll start with you. You are 2-0 and going against Scott's 0-2. You are currently a 24-point favorite, 122-98. to 98. I will say, though, uh, Scott does have a current vacancy in his first flex spot, and maybe we can help advise him on, on what to do there as we – as we Leave go it. down. Leave it as is. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't <laughs> That's matter. <my> advice. <laughs> uh, going down real quick, Stafford, Dave Montgomery, uh, Damian Harris, Allen Robinson's a must-start, uh, Robert Woods going against Tampa, Noah Fant against the Jets, you kind of like that. And then Devin Singletary, we've talked about, he's been pretty efficient, just hasn't – oh, he did score last week. Oh. Doesn't get a ton of volume, so that's the thing. If he's not efficient – you know, 11 and 13 uh, carries, although in the two and three catches he came, yeah. God, he fumbles a lot, doesn't he? He said three fumbles already. Dang, I didn't know that. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully he holds on to the ball this week, but <laughs> uh, for a flex spot, he'd like it. As we scroll down to his bench, Kenyon Drake, the bane of Josh Jacobs' existence. Actually, he's going to get the start again this week because Jacobs is officially rolled out, right, Justin? Yeah, he's trash. <laughs> Word. Uh, uh, to your credit, yeah, with, with Jacobs out last week, seven carries for nine yards, uh, 1.29 yards per carry. He did catch five balls for 46, but uh, he pretty much seems like he needs to score to have relevance. Going against Miami, Miami's offense has looked awful without uh, two of their last week. So... Uh, yeah, someone to consider. James White has quietly been semi-effective. He did score last week, six and twelve and a half, and they're going up against. Uh, I don't know New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans doesn't particularly scare you. Eli Mitchell, the rookie he grabbed from the Niners, uh, is out for this game. Highly doubtful, at least. And then going down, Aguilar, Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk, Jalen Waddle. Uh, Eli Moore. We'll leave Brown out of this conversation for now. Yeah, I see why he hasn't filled that spot. There's a. Uh, it's really splitting a lot of hairs to figure out which of these guys to uh, go between. But a lot of times when I'm at a loss and can't decide, I will look at the opponent and see whether or not I need a potential boom. And as I look at that, oh. Yeah, I don't know if I trust Christian Kirk. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Anybody have one that stands out that you would put in there? No. Not you. <laughs> I might I might do I might do Boyd just because I think they might be down a receiver. Uh who's the other guy on their team? 
Oh, Higgins. Higgins Higgins might be out, so Boyd might move up a little bit. Against Pittsburgh? Yeah. And oh. I think Burrow I think Burrow bounces back. Like I think he uh he played a really bad last I think he had like five turnovers. So I think he'll he'll play better this week and they'll have a chance to uh to have some points on the board, so I think Elijah Moore is going to get his first touchdown this week. Who are they playing against, do you know? Uh, Denver. Oof. Denver. I disagree. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. I don't like Elijah Moore at all. At all, at all? You passed on him. You took Rondale Moore over him. I, I think I told you guys the Jets are trash and they're never going to be good. Hold on. <laughs> Even, Peyton Manning. Even Peyton Manning was 1-15 his first year. It doesn't matter what their record is this year. I just don't believe in that guy. Uh, you're looking correct so far. Although what Tom, what Bill Belichick did to him last week, he does to just about every rookie he's ever met. So I won't, I won't judge him too harshly on, on that one. Uh, <laughs> William, looking at this bench, who goes in? Yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Mm-hmm. Jose? Man, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I might just—I don't know. I would just throw, dart throw, like just pick yeah, one, just pick, uh, pick a name out of a hat. J- uh, Jared Cook, throw him in. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I—I I might like Jared Cook this week. Against the Chiefs. I mean, not over, not in a flex, but you know, maybe over no offense. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I. I might play it safe, Justin. Like you saying, um, Tyler Boyd had nine targets last week. Burrow had an off day. He hasn't scored yet this year. He's he's probably due. Uh, and I just I can't trust Nelson Aguilar. Like if Tua was going to play, I think that you know you might go with Waddle, but yeah, I think Tua might be out. I think he is. Too. Have you been talking on that mic this whole time? It came out of nowhere. Yeah, I just oh. got a little excited and it popped up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, all right, Castro, you don't have to say since you're playing. Uh, I would ask you. Can I you're... can I say who I feel who no. I think I'm most worried about? Or I was going to ask I you am? that, but I didn't want to make you say it. Oh, I well, um, he's already going to start him anyways. Like, there's no question. But the player that manages to always get me, and this makes no sense to me at all, is stupid. Robert Woods. (laughs) I can't remember a single game where I play him and he doesn't put at least 25 points. (laughs) So, yeah, it's ridiculous. So, I think Isaac used to have him, and I think I played Isaac twice, and he put up over 20. One of them, he put up 30 points. Something ridiculous. Yeah, but that's the guy I hope does nothing this week, because he always burns me. Well, we will see. Um... Yeah, I mean, we kind of went through everyone else in this lineup. Uh, I don't really have much critique. That second flex, I see why he hasn't filled it in because I think he he thinks a lot of the way we are, which is who the fuck should I put in there? Uh, Going to the other side, Castro, sticking with the Tampa Bay formula, Brady and Gronk in the tight ends, or uh, quarterback and tight end spot. Brady's efficiency has been stupid. Nine touchdowns through two games. Two interceptions the first time. He even ran the ball once. For uh, six yards last week. <laughs> Word. There's my Russian points. <laughs> God, age 44. My goodness. 21 years experience. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> QB4 on the year. 
Uh, he's going against the Rams, though. You're not worried about that at all. No, I think uh, Brady's Brady. I just Tom Brady's really smart. Like when it comes to like facing defenses, and I get it, they're freaks on the other side. But like their offense is no joke. Like they don't have three Jalen Ramseys on the field. Like I think Brady's gonna find out like who's like getting overwhelmed fast, and he's just gonna keep throwing it there. And I have a feeling it's gonna be Gronk. Like I think Gronk's gonna be the one that benefits from this one, this matchup. Yeah, this offense does have a lot of weapons, and if anyone knows how to use them, you would think by now it would be Brady. Uh, going down, Joe Mixon, Jonathan Taylor both had off games last week. Might be due for a bounce back. Is Hopkins going to play? I'm not sure. I got a an update saying he was a game time decision, so that might be like my only question in my lineup. Questionable with bad ribs. That's your only question, huh? DK has uh, underperformed. So far this season, uh, he did get the touchdown week one, got a shitload of targets last week, uh, but only 50 yards, super small sample size, but still feel good with him. Yeah, no, not worried about him. Didn't you say he was injured? He, he, apparently he is, but like, they're not, it's not like ever on this thing. Um, but he had a, uh, what was it? It was a leg injury or something. Hamstring, I I think. Was it hamstring? I don't know, but there, he got it like the first week and, uh, um, or before the first game, like the practice before the first game, and I think that's why they haven't like had him run a lot of deep routes. He runs a lot of the underneath and medium stuff, which is like it's cool still because yeah, I mean I think he's still gonna get his targets. So I just I'm not getting that normal DK but like fifty yard bomb yeah. <laughs> to the end zone. Yeah, Tyler Lockett's getting those, which Justin hopes doesn't happen this week. I think it is. I think it's gonna <laughs> happen for like the next like two three weeks. <laughs> Uh, looking at your bench, there's not really a whole lot. You already started defense with Scotchy Seven, which is fine. You'll take that. But David Johnson, I saw you took my boy Marlon Mack. Couldn't resist. <laughs> I had to have some kind of insurance somewhere. Uh, Odell's finally coming back. See, uh, you're gonna let him play his first game on your bench. See what he's got. I might actually, if if DeAndre doesn't play, I might put Beckham in there. Yeah, after Beckham, it's that Osborne kid out of Minnesota, and that's. That's really it. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad at that either. Like, he's looked pretty solid. Yeah. Could do worse for sure. And then CD and Najee, those are kind of cemented starters in as well. Um, yeah. How are you uh, How are you feeling about this matchup? 24-point favorite, like we mentioned, 2-0 going against 0-2. Are you worried? Do you want to disrespect yeah, your opponent? <laughs> I'm worried because he has Robert Woods. That's just one of, like, Robert, Robert Woods and Cole Beasley are, like, my – kryptonite it's like the hump i could just never get over like they just they're not sexy players but come game day against me like yeah let's go all out give me 150 yards and two touchdowns i need them today <laughs> i mean if anyone was gonna do it it'd be against uh tampa if they if their offense clicks and the rams need to keep up just sling it uh okay well let's go through and pick this one, skipping Castro. We'll start with you, Justin. I'm going with uh, my twin and going Scott. Your twin, your twin is Miller. I'm sorry. I'm I was wrong. like, I was gonna say, damn it, <laughs> wrong white man. Damn it, I went too early. <laughs> They're all twins. <laughs> Triplets. Uh, I'm going Scott. Really? I think Stafford has a good game. 
I think staff. I think the Rams win that game. Um, I think Stafford and Woods connect and uh, and look good together. Stafford and Woods over under fifty points. Uh under, but just barely. <laughs> forty-four <laughs> points confirmed. All over, right. yeah, over the forty-four. William, I'm gonna go with Castro. <laughs> he hates it. I love it when I love it when William picks me. Yeah, I hope. I hope it's good for you, Jose. <laughs> yeah, I I really want Scott to win and come up with the upset, but I I think I think it's gonna be Caster. I hope I'm wrong, but I I really would love for Scott to get his first win against uh against Caster's team. No offense, Caster. Uh, Screw you guys. Hey, you guys all talk crap about Scott in the trades and like his drafting. I was the only one that believed in him. Yeah, we all said he had a good draft. Well, yeah, no, the year this before year. that. Oh, yeah, the year no, before no, was terrible. Before... He took Tyler Boyd, number seven. <laughs> but this year, he made up Questioning my boy. Yeah. Uh, I will also take Castro. Uh, it's pretty plain to me. He's got the better team and the more consistent players. And, yeah, we can't even figure out who's going on the other flex. You are a 24-point favorite without the other one, so it'll come down to, like, 14 or so. But, you know, any given Sunday, but, yeah. We've just got the better names down the list. I'm going to bet on those guys. All right. That brings us to last year's playoff matchup. D's looking for the revenge uh, against Warwick. He didn't He didn't keep the Giant Slayer moniker. Uh, so that <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if he does it beforehand, before the swaps. But uh, looking at... Warwick's lineup. He is a huge underdog at the moment. 131 to 101 in the projection category. He got a pretty decent game out of DJ Moore with the 12 and a half last night. Uh, apparently he needed more. But as we move down the list, uh, Pat Mahomes, no-brainer. Kareem Hunt, that fucker, uh, who actually only had five points last week. Uh Daryl Henderson, look at against last week. He's a game time decision, it says. Is he? Yep. Yeah. He got hurt last week and he's got bad ribs. So if he's out, who is that? Sony Michelle? Yeah. Next man up. Oh. And I think that's I think Scott might have him actually. Damn. I thought I just saw him on someone else's roster. Yeah, we just went over it. Um Was it Jacob? I feel like it was Jacob. Oh damn, maybe. Actually, so going back to Jacob, if Yep, Jacob. If Henderson misses, I don't know. You don't love going against Tampa's offense, but maybe over Mike Davis. Nah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't believe. I'm not a Sony Michelle believer. But yeah, maybe they just throw it the whole time to try and keep up. <laughs> uh, DJ Moore already played. Darren Waller is not ever going to move. Uh, T Higgins doubtful. I don't think he's going to play like we just talked about. Um, so as he goes through, Marvin Jones has actually looked pretty good the last two weeks. Uh, most consistent. I'm waiting for him to just fall the whenever that is. <laughs> but he's been consistent. You have a problem with Marvin Jones? Yeah, I do. <laughs> William has a problem with every player. It's their names. <laughs> it's a problem pronouncing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got Marvin Jones right. I don't think I ever messes up. <laughs> Marvin. Marvin Jones. Uh, and then Cole Beasley is kind of the surprise start in here for me. But as we look at his bench, 
I don't trust Ronald Jones, and apparently Bruce Arians doesn't either. He like straight said, "It's your third year, and you still can't get basic shit down," or something like that. He said it publicly. Damn. Um, so, didn't look great. Uh, Darnell Mooney is tough to start with Justin Fields' first game, but William, I know you're a big Tim Patrick fan. If uh, T Higgins is out, he's the next man up. I definitely no, start. that's strong team. T. Higgins is on the Bengals. No, I, I mean for Warwick's team. He's going to have right. to sub him Oh, because oh. he's doubtful right now. Yeah. Uh, so, I, yeah, I absolutely would put Tim Patrick in. Over, like, Paris Campbell. Worth. Right. I think he'll score a touchdown. Like, even if he has, like, I don't know, like 30 or 40 yards, it's still worth, you know, he gets a catch, put up 10 points. It's good. And then he's on with Cole Beasley, who has not done much. Did you hear this jackass that he's trying to – he's trying to – apparently Bills fans who are unvaccinated are not allowed to go to Bills games. So he's offering to buy tickets for Bills road games for unvaccinated fans. Oh, yeah. Really? I did hear that. That was at the beginning of the season. Right? I heard it like two weeks ago. Oh, okay. I definitely heard it. Yeah. What a clown. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. So <laughs> he's kind to piss of people off. education you get at SMU. I don't, I don't, re- I don't remember Cole Beasley being an asshole when he was on the Cowboys. Deal. He wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> just not. Yeah. Said, was he? Okay. Geez, you and I met him like, or not met him, but like we saw him. Remember, the first time we went to the club, <laughs> and we were like, "Oh shit, it's Cole Beasley." I cool, I cool, dude. And he like went up the elevator, and we were just was like, that hey. "Yeah, dude, you were there. We got a tour of the place." And Mario had just told us like, "Hey, oh. if you see anybody." Just be yeah. cool, you know? <laughs> so we were trying to be cool. We're like, hey, what's up? I think his, I think his, like, I think his wife like, fights people on Twitter, too. <laughs> Shit. Like, Power she, couple. Like, she, like, argues with everybody on Twitter who doesn't like her husband or something. Uh, we'll find which... out. Let's get on Twitter and talk shit about Cole Beasley as soon as she comes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a tool. Man, fuck Cole Beasley. <laughs> I still like Cole Beasley. I just got to say, but... Why? Because you rode the elevator with him one time? No, because he seems like a chill dude. (laughs) That makes him a good guy, right? (laughs) He's he's the opposite of a chill dude. He's trying to actively spread a pandemic. Well, like I said, when he was with the Cowboys. When he was with the Cowboys, okay. (laughs) Now he's just, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. (laughs) Said Buffalo cold, man. Fucked him up. (laughs) Well, Uh, you're a PR nightmare, dude. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, Justin, 100%. do you have any? You ever have any Beasley run-ins while you're here? Uh, I mean, he was nice enough at the times we were around him, but yeah, he just yeah, he kind of seems like a tool now. <laughs> Buffalo changed him, dude. Yeah. Well, I also think at 32, he's just not very good. Yeah. Well, he's in works uh, starting lineup at the moment. Does anyone see any? Better option? No. Leaving the slot empty. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> got a shot to go negative. I mean, Ro- I mean maybe Ronald, Ronald Jones. Jones. Shit, yeah, if I'm I mean, that, but going against the Rams. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Dude, I, I mean, I'd roll tough, with uh, Darnell Mooney. Maybe. Yeah, I think I'd roll there. You know, Just take Justin a shot Fields that is in Justin there. Fields will find him. He's gonna spread the ball. You know, maybe. Well, Andy Dalton's been. Uh, um, the Browns. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It's not, it's not, it's not pretty, but 
That's a good gamble. Um, hmm. Well, yeah, I don't really know what to uh, – I don't have a strong take there. I don't like any of it. <sighs> That's all I got. Good luck to work. Uh, on the other side, Jose, it, at this point, Kyler like has to lose the job, right? With how many points that guy puts up every week? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah. Unless he gets injured or starts playing bad. I'm not, I'm not taking out out of the starting lineup or it's his bye week. Right. But I don't think that happens for like a while. Currently the QB one in quarterback points with 33 uh, for each of the first few games. And this looks like, yeah, maybe think about it with the Rams, but shit, I don't know. Like you said, you might have to see it uh, before you make any kind of move there. Is, uh this seems like it's going to be one, like his his year like was this his third season now yeah yeah breakout year for Body. sure if he stays um, healthy i can see an mvp award happening but yeah yeah i was i thought they underperformed a lot last year i didn't really understand why they had so many losses also is jj watt on that team i feel like i haven't heard his name at all has he done anything he oh shit i forgot about that Right? Yeah, no, they who did they play last week? Like the Cardinals D just like yeah. including JJ Watt, like just tore up the uh I don't know who they played, but, but they didn't even mention his, his name. He's allowing he's allowing uh Jones, Chandler Jones to yeah, get like six sacks a game. Uh, oh gotcha. He's got like I a think Chandler Jones had five sacks, yeah, in one game. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He's like, boy, I'm gonna make you look good, even more good. Yeah. <laughs> even more good. All even right. more better. <laughs> Shut up. Even more better. <laughs> Uh, all right has your faith been restored in barkley against atlanta i imagine yeah uh yes i i have high hopes for barkley against atlanta um if it doesn't go the way i'm thinking then i will be extremely concerned um so we'll see but i'm really (laughs) hoping he gets at least those 14.76 points I think it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, if he was going to have his first breakout game of the year, you know, it's like he's trending upward from week one to two. They've seen him manage his workload a decent amount, 10 and 13 carries is well below like a bell cow number, but he looked he looked decent last week. And uh, if there's ever a get right opponent, you would think it's Atlanta. I just, I just get worried sometimes because uh, I, I don't know. I feel like any time, and I only have two, two players in mind um, that do this, but any time like, someone's not like a professional player isn't performing well and everyone's complaining and crapping all over them on like Twitter or social media. And they're like, Oh, you know, this guy's washed. He's, you know, he's broken, whatever. And then they go like that player goes and responds to those tweets. And is like, Oh, like just keep that same energy next week. Keep that same energy. Like Saquon did respond to a few posts on social media. Like, Oh, keep that same energy. We'll see. Right. And then I'm also thinking of Le'Veon Bell who like, like, hasn't done anything in a couple of years, but he's right now liking everyone's tweets that are like, Oh, Le'Veon Bell's so washed. And he's like, Oh, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen anything. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I have that in the back of my head. Like what if, what if Saquon's another Le'Veon Bell, like 24 and, and, and about to be washed. I don't know. So that's no, worst case scenario, but Saquon's on the team dog. Le- Le- no, no, Le'Veon's I know. like 29 just... though, isn't he? How old is Le'Veon? I think, I think yeah, that's he's, he's gotta be older than that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Saquon. Le'Veon's on. Le'Veon's on a team, Will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What team is he on? He's on the Ravens practice squad. <laughs> he's, on the Ravens. he's on the practice squad. He's one of seventy-five running backs the Ravens have on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand corrected. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
moving down. Derrick Henry, just uh, yeah, the human ball of hate. <laughs> so he called it. He ran like it. King Henry. Hey, these. If I gave you twenty dollars, could you change your name to Big Dick Derrick Henry? Oh. <laughs> yeah, twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Yeah, why not? You heard the man. He was what? like, "Yeah, actually." <laughs> All right, do that. Uh, Devonte Adams had a bounce back. Probably a good sign that Aaron Rodgers looks like he likes football again with his uh with his pancake <laughs> ass. Did anybody see Michelle's post? From, uh, yes. <laughs> after we talked about it last time, <laughs> she sent me that, or she, she put that up, and I was, I sent her a gift or just a picture of pancakes. <laughs> uh, Adam Thielen, you haven't been here to defend your boy the last couple times. <laughs> I've attacked him. Uh, but he just keeps fucking scoring. I hate it. Yeah. He just doesn't stop scoring. I still don't understand the hate. He's as <laughs> consistent as I mean. I don't. I don't know this. Like ever since I drafted him, everyone's like, "Oh my god, no, that guy's not going to do anything." And he's <laughs> uh, he's amazing in the red zone. Like, although I will say, I don't know about this week. I I I might pull him out of the lineup. I don't know who I who I'd sub in it, uh in in replacement, but. I don't know, but other than this week, I I I, really, I love Adam Thielen. And the fact that the only knock I have on Adam Thielen too is just he's old. But other than that, I think yeah, he's a solid wide receiver. Like he is super consistent. So. <laughs> Kirk Cousins loves him. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle asked you about last time. He's been been pretty quiet uh, the first couple of weeks. Let's see if he ever has a George Kittle. He's still young, man. He's twenty seven. I think it's yeah. more of a product oh. of that offense, and that it's it's spread out as thin as any offense in the entire NFL. I think um, one of the guys who does seem to get a lot of touches, though, is your other guy you're starting, and uh, Debo Samuel had a pretty nice first couple of weeks. Uh, Twelve and eight targets the first two games, 189 the first week, just nuts. Uh, the only concern I have about that, and maybe not for him, because does he get carries? He doesn't. That might be Ayuk who gets carries. Actually, it's not even showing on here, but. Um, I recall when San Francisco has been wiping the floor with Green Bay the last couple of years that they just beat the shit out of them on the ground. They like to run it a ton. But that being said, the top two running backs are hurt for the Niners, so I don't really know what their game plan is for this one. I'll see. Uh, and then uh, Keenan Allen against the Chiefs. You kind of like a lot of people against the Chiefs because you figure they're going to have to throw to keep up. Yep. And so you mentioned maybe benching. Oh, like you grabbed, <laughs> you grabbed the the deep Niners running back. You mentioned maybe case. benching uh, Thielen, but who would you Thielen. put him in for? Um, I'm I'm eyeing Slayton. Uh, but Atlanta. anytime I start him, he doesn't do anything. Uh, I don't know that, that Darius Slayton is still is one of those players I'm I'm like holding out hope for like deep same thing for Debo Samuel like up until this year like I, I was just this close to dropping him I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna get the production I'm wanting out of him um and you know he's been doing Debo's been doing solid the last two weeks and um kind of the same for Darius Slayton but that 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 receiving like room over there like they're just there's a lot going on um but I don't know maybe. Right. <laughs> Danny Dimes, man, they got him. Trash, trash, yeah, trash. <laughs> he's only he's only in his third year. And him he's and, had him and Garrett are both going to be gone after this year. 
Anybody see uh, Jason Garrett's like ski pants he was wearing last week? <laughs> he was wearing some big pants. Yeah. <laughs> big poofy pants. He never pants. wore those once in ten years with us. <laughs> <laughs> it's a New York style. Uh, all right, no real recommendations there. I won't tell you to bench Thielen, uh, even though I want to. But every time I say to do it, he fucking scores. So uh, if I was more desperate, I I might start Slayton because he's gotten. Looks the peripherals peripherals are there. He just has to score, which against Atlanta he could. But uh, anyway, let's go through the picks. Justin, Jose versus yeah, work. Uh, I'm going Jose. William, D's. Castro, D's. It's a clean sweep. All four of us like work to get his first loss of the season, and Jose to uh, improve to two and one. Um, Org's going to send us a message on Instagram. Keep up the same energy next week. The same energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, we're going kind of slow. We still got three games to go. We're going to do mine next. I'm going to kind of speed through it So because uh, I don't really care about being highlighted. We can talk about uh, ja Miller's first. Um, I will talk about mine, but he's projected to win 122 to 117. Kind of a, one of the closer projections. Uh I won't say much about my team. A lot of guys are locked in. Cook, Chubb, Jefferson, Brown, Andrews. Uh, I will say Miles Sanders, I feel like, owns the Cowboys. So I'm rolling with him. I don't know about Javante. I'd love the matchup against the Jets. I think that's what I'm thinking there. And the biggest question, it's either going to be him or Juju. I'll have to decide how I feel that day. Biggest question is the quarterbacks. It is so sad how excited I was to get Daniel Jones <laughs> on the waiver wire. Um, but then the unexpected happened. Justin Fields in the same week gets announced starter, so now I have a decision to make. At the moment, at, at first it was Daniel Jones because he's playing Atlanta and he's done it two weeks in a row and he seems safer. But then when Justin Fields got in there, the fucker, for like in like a quarter and a half, he ran the ball 10 times. And I just love QBs. We run 10 attempts for 31. He didn't do a ton with it. Uh, six for 13 passing and a pick. You don't love that. But going against Cleveland, I don't know. I'm not super scared of it. And if he's going to run that much, he's bound to break off another one. He did that in like a quarter. So if he's going to run the ball 30 times in the game, give me that every time. And I'm going to feel so fucking stupid if Justin Fields goes off and I have him on the bench because I trusted Daniel Jones. I don't think I can live with that. <laughs> I'm gonna say you should start Daniel Jones. I don't care what you say. I think I think the Browns defense is decent, and it's just he's a rookie QB. He's gonna make he's gonna make mistakes. He is gonna make mistakes. Yeah, I think I go Daniel Jones. Do you hear who's echoing you right now? (laughs) (laughs) You should learn to shut up, (laughs) Nani. I I stick with who you got. (laughs) Woo! Someone knows. You would. Your name's Justin. Daniel Jones has been putting out like 20 points consistently. <laughs> I mean, he, listen, he, he broke off like a 90 yard run the other day, so he got, he got lucky. I get that. He's not great. He's not a, he actually not does great. that though. He kind of runs. I think he's, he's done like twice. Does anybody remember last year when he broke off a breakaway touchdown <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Yeah. the yeah, turf monster got him? He just fell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy. That's the guy I'm gonna bench Justin Fields for. Come on, yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't have much options here. All right. I know. I told you. Win over the that. options. I think Justin Fields is gonna go throw two interceptions and one fumble. Wow. 
I think I think he'll throw at least one pick though. He will, yeah, for sure. Who gives a shit? He's gonna run for a twenty yard and undo it. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, I don't know. I oh, guess you know. We'll see, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Say it. Say it so I can fucking clip it. And come back to it. <laughs> Bullets and bore. What do y'all keep saying? Man. Keep on saying it. Keep on saying it. <laughs> Jose, you're the only one who hasn't told us. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, I'd leave Fields in there. I would start Fields. Even split between the between the backseat crew. Uh, that's all I'll say about mine. I uh, probably Juju and and Javante are the two. Javante's due to get that first touchdown. I just don't want to miss it. I feel like against the Jets, he's got a good shot. I also feel like you should leave Javante in there. Oh yeah, over Juju. Juju, I. I the, would... The way I was in sync with Will Fuller last year, knowing when to start him, I have the fucking opposite problem with Juju. I can never get his games right. White Castro. Juju over Jefferson. <laughs> Dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how you give so much hate to Adam Thielen and not enough to Justin Jefferson. <laughs> you stupid slut. Oh, you mean the guy who set the rookie receiving record? You're a clown. He's a clown. All time, NFL. How old is the NFL now? 57 Jamar years or something Chase like that. Jamar Chase is about to break that. He's about I to break it. like 102 or something. Are you going back to like the NFL championships? Oh, sorry, I meant the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, era. Be, oh, okay, okay. I don't know what stat he broke, but you know what? I bet he owns that one too. Dumb whore. All right, moving over <laughs> to moving over to Miller's. Uh, Josh, dude, his whole team, has any? is there anyone here? <laughs> I might know the answer to this. Is there anyone here who Miller has not tried to trade with? No. <laughs> I feel like he's yeah. been messaging everyone, but I know who he hasn't. Right he, tried tra- he tried trading me Jack- Zach Moss the other day, and I was like, what the hell? We can't even trade $5 with each other. <laughs> uh, his whole team, I don't know. He just he just likes making moves. Josh Allen's on the trade block now. Zach Moss is on the trade block. Uh, he's trying to get insight about Amari Cooper. Um, he's obviously going to start the two Chiefs. I think his only real weak spot is Melvin Gordon, and I might go Javante just to make it interesting. Just the two RBs on the same squad. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, Cordell we, Patterson doesn't like worry you at all because, like, I felt I feel like he was like a, you know, a lucky hit once. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, that's I don't know if the guy's going to get enough touches to be to put up eighteen points again. Yeah. He yeah. broke off a big game. If it if it was anyone else, I'd be licking my chops saying, "Yeah, leave him in. I love it." But since it's Miller, I feel like he could score twenty fucking points. Uh, <laughs> I do like that he's starting two Falcons though, because um, if the team tanks, it's uh, I'm gonna need something like that to happen. I'm only a slight underdog at the moment, but looking at his bench, I mean, he's sitting Corey Davis. I guess he doesn't like the matchups with uh, the Denver corners, and he's obviously coming off that bad game. I would probably put Emmanuel Sanders in there, honestly, over Cordero. But I don't know if you guys have an opinion. No, I think I think I would start uh, Patterson. I guess. I mean, I don't I don't love it, but I don't like anyone else. Buffalo is playing Washington. Washington has not really scared you, but Sanders eight and six targets uh, hasn't done a ton with them. But yeah. Whatever Miller does is going to be right, I'm fucking sure. Uh, any of you other three? Any advice for uh, Miller? I might put Corey Davison actually in for Patterson. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't say that name here. We do not. We do not. 
No, I don't. I don't have any advice for Miller, but uh, Mario, I, I actually I forgot Deontay Johnson's out, been ruled out for Sunday. So now I'm, I may mm. go back on what I'm thinking. Uh, maybe maybe Juju eats up those targets, or Eric Ebron, Eric Ebron, and 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 the the rookie tight end gets. I don't know. Maybe they get some more targets. I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I get the dilemma. Jefferson, sit Jefferson, put in Juju. Let's fire it up. You look like such a fool. <laughs> oh, I look like a fool. You watch, boy. Uh, William, tell Miller how to win. What's the key to victory? <laughs> leave it. Leave it as is. Leave it. Cordero stays in. Yeah. How about Amari? Yeah. All of it. Justin. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, now you guys all have to do this to my face, Justin. <laughs> what are you thinking? One yeah, I feel bad for you. Uh, I I actually think uh, I think uh, Zeke's going to bounce back and be pretty good for him this week. Uh, I think Allen's great. He's got a solid roster of Chiefs, and uh, and if uh, he has too many Falcons in the starting roster, but he can't do anything about it. Uh, but I think I think he narrowly beats you. Unfortunately uh, for me, Tyreek Hill had his bad game last week, and I don't know if he's going to have two of those in a row. Uh, I just remember that. William. Miller. Jose. <laughs> I'm so upset, dude. Uh, I don't care what you say. <laughs> okay. I ask you to be nice. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm I'll forever be scared of Tyreek Hill and the Travis Kelsey that that duo. I'm taking Miller. Sorry. Little do you know, everyone's about to be scared of Justin Fields. Castro. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Justin Fields because that's the reason why I think you're going <laughs> to If the, if the I'm difference going Miller. If the difference between me, me winning and losing is Justin Fields versus uh Daniel Jones. I didn't have an uh, end to that sentence. <laughs> I didn't know what I was gonna. I was gonna say I'll do something, but I don't believe that's the case. I'll take in Jones. Yeah. What else? No Moving on, second to last matchup. William, you, your undefeated record on the line, going up against zero and two. Michelle, you actually set your lineup. Thank you. I saw you hadn't done that a little earlier. Yes. Oh, you're like missing a flex. You're missing a flex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once you put that yeah, in, most will, of it done. you will be favored. Currently, you're a three-point underdog, so this will be a close one either way. Michelle mm-hmm. is going to roll with Baker. She really has no choice at running back, as I figured out last week. J.D. McKissick, Tyson Williams, those are the only guys. Claypool makes the starting lineup again, along with Cooper Cup, who seems like a must-start at this point, especially against machine. Tampa. I'm um, hoping. I'm hoping he gets everything. <laughs> in addition... Julio Jones also makes the starting lineup. It was between him and Claypool last week and Cortland Sutton. Actually, these are some solid players. Solid players. Uh, Pitt still hasn't scored on the air. He's due for that. Claypool, yeah. And Tyson Williams has actually been pretty good. So McKissick is the is the biggest weakness there for sure. Quarterback-wise, she's going Baker over Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor burned her last week. Uh, anybody disagree with that one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I do too. I think, like you said, the Cardinals are just going to score a lot. I would go for that shootout. <laughs> the Jags are going to have to throw. There's no way of getting around that. 
exactly. I might swap Trevor Lawrence uh, into the starting lineup. Sit Baker. Justin? Uh, I actually like Baker here. Uh, I think he's a better starter. I think I think Lawrence is still trying to figure out the speed of the NFL game. He did look bad last week. I wanted to say Lawrence because I see the Cardinals and I start to think shootout, but I don't know. He's got a lot of turnovers through two games. Baker's definitely the safer play. He's safer to get you 14. He won't get you six like Trevor did. And you're going against William. You probably don't need to hit a home run. You just got to have a safe, <laughs> safe few points. Uh so, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to play it safe, I'd say Baker. What time does he play? At fucking noon. He won't have a chance to see. I was going to say, if it's like a 3 o'clock game, maybe you see how it goes. And if you need a you need a big hit, try Trevor, but you won't get a chance to look. Other than that, I don't think she really has any other startables. Uh, the New England defense going against the Saints. Uh, she has the Steelers going against Cincinnati. I'd switch that one out. Take the take the Patriots. I take I take yeah against Jameis. I think. Oh, that's true. Bill Bel- Bill Belichick, I think, knows how to play. Would play someone like Jameis, a turnover machine. <laughs> yeah, he definitely got Wilson last week, and I think he still sees Jameis as a rookie. So when he sees him <laughs> line up, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, Bill Belichick tells his defense, "This guy threw for thirty picks. We, I'm sure we could get at least three on him today." <laughs> Uh, anyone else? Pittsburgh versus New England. I think I agree. I would take. Uh, I would go with the Patriots. It was too good last week, and Jameis is turnover prone. Uh, especially if TJ Watts out, because he forces a lot of pressure in there. Uh, then we go to you, William, rolling with Herbert, Chris Carson, no brainer there. DeAndre Swift, <laughs> Brandon Cooks already played, looked good. Mike Williams are, uh, has looked good in the first two weeks. Still going Gasecki, huh? You don't have anybody else? No, I'm good. I have Max <laughs> Williams, but I might. All right. And for your second flex, why don't you start Josh Gordon? Yeah, there no, you go. Problem has, solved. No, team is stupid. You're, okay, everyone on your bench is projected like three points or less except for Kenny Galladay. Are you not going to play Galladay? I don't know. He's questionable. If he, he plays, uh, what are you playing? If he plays, maybe. Between maybe him or what? Myers? Jacoby Carter. Myers, yeah. I would even, I don't know. Carter put up like eight points. He got some runs last week. But uh, I think they're going to be playing from behind, so. Uh, I'm like, I don't know, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers, maybe. Uh, anybody have advice for him? What was the, what was the, the dilemma here? Sorry. He has an open flex, flex spot. spot. Michael Carter, Jacoby Myers, Michael Hardman, or questionable Kenny Galladay. Good luck, William. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need advice. That. Galladay if he plays. Yeah, against Atlanta. Dustin? Uh, I don't like Galladay at all. Anybody <laughs> for Galladay. Damn. All right. Carter? Carter? Maybe. Denver. Not listening to you, Justin. <laughs> Castro? Sounds... I don't like anybody that plays for that team. 
<laughs> I think I'd go Myers if I could win anyone. I don't know. I don't like the options, but. 44 and 38 yards in the first two games. Mac Jones has been a little slow. They're just like, they're grinding out wins too. They're not a sexy offense. Uh, yeah, I think the, you know, I, I think I just don't care. Do what you want, Wayne. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Mark. Okay. All right. Pick a winner, Justin. Uh, I think Zap's gonna break the zero two streak. So, wow. I think she gets a win. Not for nuts, dude. Ja, Jose. For the first time since 2015, I think we'll go three and zero. I'm taking. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Castro. Uh-oh. I think I think it's gonna be really close, but I think it's gonna be Michelle. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, damn, I was thinking Michelle as I went and looked at her team between Sutton and Jones and Pitts and Cup and Claypool. I like that one. And even Tyson Williams isn't bad, but you know, Chris Carson's just so damn good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I like Williams. You know, I like you know what? I hate the bottom half of your lineup. Oh, it's going to be close. It I think I will. If Michelle like switches it. the Patriots in, I will say she breaks the winless streak. I, I just think Michelle team. has a lot more boom players at the moment yeah. than, than hey, William does. Hey, Will, do you want to comment on allowing players who murder people to be in your starting lineup? <laughs> um, play them. 100%. <laughs> yes. 100%. Who, who are we talking about? McPherson? No, DeAndre Swift straight up murdered somebody. What? I didn't know you that. You read this stuff? I haven't you, heard I'm this sorry. Stuff. I'm sorry. DeAndre Swift killed somebody. It might be in self-defense, but it seems to be really sketchy. You haven't read I'm this stuff? I'm going to look that up. No. no. Send, me, send, me, send me whatever you're Hold thinking. on. All right. It's, yeah. it's fitting with William's history of, of yeah, players. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and we are now a true crime podcast, so let's, let's hear the details. Yeah, All we'll my players that. either kill somebody or are on drugs and just can't fucking stay out of trouble. Like I said, they kill somebody DeAndre, or they tried DeAndre to kill Swift, somebody. Yeah. DeAndre Swift is under investigation for murder. <laughs> How old is this? This is like this is September 10th. Does it matter? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, dang. This is really fresh. <laughs> TMZ has an article about it. Let's see. Wait, this was this week? Like two weeks ago? Yeah, it was opening week, and I saw like a uh, I saw a police document that like has exactly what happened. Like there's a there's a thing out there. This is just your fucking luck, William. <laughs> You're ruining Williams' night. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to worry about that all night. I'm dreaming about it. Cool. Yeah, it's really traumatic for you, <laughs> not whoever he murdered. <laughs> That's the actual guy. Mario, who did you choose? I chose Michelle. You're gonna lose. Okay. You're gonna come back to All Earth. Right. All right. All right. Let's get through it. We, you know what, Maddie G, you don't need three episodes because our new average time is an hour and a half. It fucking seems. So <laughs> yeah, you get three. Really you get three rolled up into two. This might be the longest we've gone without mentioning him in an episode so far. Maddie G, <laughs> True. my boy. Maddie G. Shut up, Castro. <laughs> you don't love you no more. All right. Takes us to the matchup of the week. And while you're here, Justin, you're going up against Bonds. Currently a 10-point underdog you are. Uh, we'll start 
And you, you have you and Scott, I think, have the toughest starting lineups to set every week because you've got four or five players who just are not automatic starts and tough to get a read on. Robbie Anderson is case in point. Luckily for you, Josh Jacobs made the decision for you and just sat himself out of the game. Uh, but as we go down, Lamar Jackson is one of the few no-brainers. I don't know if you listened to the last episode, but we had a little discussion about your running backs. Uh, Clyde Edwards, yeah. Alaire. Yeah, go ahead. I know you guys have opinions on them. Uh, <laughs> last year, my running backs finished uh, all three of them in the top ten in the league. I think they're gonna they're gonna continue to be that way. I'm I'm very confident in my three every week starting running backs when they're healthy. I was on your side. I I think they're. I think it's no time. Uh, not time to panic. Gibson Gibson. I, I'm not worried about Gibson. He's you know he had an off week last week, but he's really good. Clyde's in a weird spot. Like I don't understand their offense sometimes. And the weird thing about him is he caught the ball a lot in college and they never throw him the ball. Like why is he not the receiving back too? It's really strange, but I feel uh, like that's gotta be coming though. Like that has to I, be. I would hope he, he, they drafted him in the first round. Like he's your guy. They like yeah, traded I, up I, to get him. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that's a weird situation, but yeah. And then Jacobs being banged up. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to think about it. And then when he comes back, like cars throwing for like, 5,000 yards in a game. So really, who knows what's going to happen there. Um, so you say CEH and Gibson are locked in starters. I agree on Gibson. Um, and I think I have to agree on CEH this week because you don't, you don't have anybody else. Um, I know one thing you were thinking about is you didn't want to start two Eagles and you had to choose between Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard. I think traditionally the Cowboys, we get, owned by tight ends and if you look at yeah. this season already Gronk obviously got us twice and even though the Chargers tight ends didn't score officially two of them scored and they just got it called yeah. back yeah yeah and the thing about it is um there's a bunch of injuries still and like COVID stuff happening on the team so Parsons could easily line up at defensive end again which leaves you a really big hole in coverage in your linebacker position because Jalen Smith can't cover anyone or <laughs> play football. And uh, and so I think Goddard's going to have a, a decent day. Uh, but then, you know, that just means that Tanyan's going to score three touchdowns and uh, yep. and I'm going to be sad that I left him on the bench. But <laughs> that's just kind of the way it goes with tight ends and my tight ends specifically. Yeah, I think this is one where um, you can sort of trust the process. He's in a good matchup. Zach Ertz is on the COVID list, so he's out of the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to take the evidence that's in front of you, and I, I, I think it's the right play. But you're right, Tony can score two to three touchdowns on any given night, depending on matchups. But uh, I don't blame you at all for that one. Uh, Diggs is definitely a locked-in starter. Uh, I guess the other thing to consider, I get not wanting to start two Eagles, but you're going to roll with more over Devontae Smith. And Tony Pollard, obviously, if you could take it back, you would take out Robbie Anderson and uh, put Smith in there. But with him locking up a spot, your options are Moore and Pollard, leaving the odd man out to be Devontae Smith. I think he's kind of the only – you could maybe say Sammy Watkins because he's actually gotten a decent amount of attention. Seven and eight targets first two games just hasn't – I mean, 96 yards the first game, 44 just hasn't scored yet. Yeah, there's a few guys that I really like, actually. I just don't know how to choose between, like, five guys. Uh, like, Cedric Wilson didn't get much of anything the other night, but I think he's a sleepy guy in the Cowboys offense because Dak throws the ball so much. Mm -hmm. Devontae could go off 
Watkins could do something. Uh, Valdez Scantling hadn't done anything yet, but like he could be a guy. I don't know. I just I'm in a really weird spot. Uh, I think that uh, that Arizona offense is going to throw the ball a ton again, and Jacksonville's bad. And I just hope that Moore is one of the guys catching it. He's looked good so far this year. Uh, I know you missed out last week when uh, when he put up double digit points. So. Uh, don't blame you. He's a fun player. And with any luck, Devontae Smith starts to get some regularity and it'll clarify things. So you don't have to choose between five guys. There's just one guy, you know, is a locked in starter. So, um, kudos to Rondell Moore. I did not like how short he was and I would not have taken him when you took him, but, um, five catches his first career game, eight, the second one, uh, 114 yards and a touchdown. And, uh, it's, he's not even playing that much either. 29% and 46% of the snaps. Uh, that's probably the only thing I don't like about him, but he's only playing half the snaps and still getting eight targets. That's that's nuts. It shows that Kyler likes him at least. Uh, can anyone just untangle this bench and say this person needs to be in? Watkins, Wilson, Devontae Smith. No, I would I would put Devontae in instead of uh, Rondell Moore. Jose. No, I would leave. I would leave more in there. If I could go I, back I in time, it. I would. I would. Yeah, I would probably definitely slot Rondale in, or uh, Devonte in for for Robbie Anderson. I thought Robbie. <laughs> I probably would have said Robbie Anderson no matter what. I thought he was going to have a really good matchup against Houston and play well. Yeah, I don't blame so. him for that. Sure. Yeah, hindsight, right? Uh, how about Tony Pollard? Everybody likes Tony Pollard. Yeah, I like Tony Pollard. <clears throat> His snap percentage is even worse, but he touches the ball a shitload for a guy that doesn't even get on the field that much. But yeah, he's a threat to score. Okay, let's move to the other side. Fonz. Uh, I don't know if I said. Boy. I don't know if I said. He's a 10 point favorite right now, 109 to 98. Dak, off game last week, looking to bounce back. Alvin Kamara, locked in. Jamal Williams, again, I don't think he really has a choice. Um, he looked good in week one, not so good last week, only three points, 25 rushing yards, 12 receiving yards, no touchdowns. Um, going up against Baltimore, which could get ugly. Here's what it gets interesting. Are you afraid at all of Tyler Lockett? <laughs> Justin. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. None. Really? None. What if I showed you this? No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't to, I'm, I'm looking away. I don't want to see it. Uh, down his pants? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what if I showed you this? Is that something you might be interested in? <laughs> uh, well, Mr. Boomer Bust has boomed twice, so either he's going to come I'm, back to I'm Earth. more scared of Godwin, probably, than... Uh, you know, maybe he gets the Ramsey treatment. I don't know if he goes to the thing, but that's the thing is Tampa has so many receivers. I don't know who's going to get that guy's attention. Uh, then Logan Thomas, Sterling Shepard, Zach Pascal. I don't like this guy. What does he do? He's actually been okay. Uh, he's been doing good. He has three touchdowns on the year. Look at that. Yeah, he's been great. He's been Carson Wentz's favorite target. But can Carson Wentz throw the ball with two broken ankles? Is he even playing? <laughs> or is that how do you how do you, how do you sprain? Both ankles. Can someone tell me that? Yeah. How's that even possible? 
by trying to run instead of throwing the damn ball. I think you practiced today. Oh, Carson? Did. I don't think he's going to play. Um, Jacoby Brissett. Looking, looking no, at he's not bench. the backup. Who's the backup? Yeah, it's Jacoby Brissett. No, Eason. No, it's not Eason. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Eason's Isn't there. Jacoby in Miami? Yep. Uh, he's starting there. Mariota. Is it Marcus Mariota? No, uh, the Raiders. No, Mariota's in Raiders, yeah. Raiders. Who the fuck is the backup? We just told you. Eason. Cool. I said Eason. He's a rookie. Oh. <laughs> Speak up. Everyone else fucking heard it. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Sorry. I really am. <laughs> Sitting here quarterbacks on the wrong team. Uh, looking at his bench, I haven't heard of half of these guys. What do you think, uh, Castro Anthony Schwartz? Did he go in? <laughs> I Talk mean, Jarvis out. isn't going to be there. So. Leave, his ass, leave his ass on the bench. Might be a sneaky play. Okay. I think he's kind of maxed out his potential. Um, he would like to have a second RB2 or a better RB2, I guess. But I don't know. Does anybody see somebody they would put in? No. No. I don't think I do either. I'm not giving him tips. <laughs> do you have one? <laughs> do you have one? Stay home on Sunday. Get a better, get a better team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go through and pick it. Ten point underdog, Justin William. My brother from the same mother. <laughs> How's it? Uh, I'm actually gonna take Justin here. Wow. I think I think CH will bounce back, have a really good game. I still don't like Antonio Gibson, but I think I like I think I think it'll be close, but I think I think I think Justin gets this. Uh Castro. I think it's gonna be Fonz, my boy. <laughs> Taking Fonz to improve. I didn't say their records. Uh Justin, you are currently 0-2 in danger of falling to 0-3. Fonz sits one and one. So if you win, you guys are both sitting at one and two. Um getting the standings a little bit closer. Uh, I want to say you, Justin, but uh, Jose, the way I feel about uh, CEH sounds like the way you feel about Gibson. I, I flipped those. I like Gibson more for sure. Dak and Kamara both had down games last week. I think they both bounced back. Jamal Williams, I, he might have one point, but Godwin, Logan Thomas, Sterling Shepard gets a ton of targets. This Pascal guy, I guess, just scores touchdowns. I just see more consistency. I think more thing you have you need a little bit more luck, Justin. Like you need Rondale to break off one of those big ones. You need Tony Pollard to maybe get in the end zone. There's just less dependability going down the lineup. Uh, but just I hope at, at twelve twelve one p.m. come Sunday, just text Fonz really quick. Just be like, hey man, good game. That's, that's, that's all you need to do. You'll be set. <laughs> Damn. Might be the time to employ it. Uh, well, that is it. Finally, gosh, we pushed a long one. Uh, Justin, you almost broke your own record. I did. Oh, I did want to go uh, through the standings. We don't have a ton of time, but I have them right in front of me if we want to come through. So, Jose, I don't know if you have any stats to to go over. This is kind of an oversimplified version, but there are four two and O teams as we enter week three. Castro atop the leaderboard with the score tiebreaker with the most points. 259.5. Second is Work, 216. Third is Isaac, 192. Fourth is William, 189.2. <laughs> so the weakest of the undefeateds. 
The strongest of the un or non undefeateds uh, would be Jose and Miller. Castro, I said you have two fifty nine. Jose has two forty one. Miller has two thirty eight. A lot of these guys have played each other, which is why they're in the last column. Uh, and then even Fonz has two oh nine. Uh, Justin, you've broken two hundred also two oh one. In fact, everyone's broken. A lot of people have broken two hundred. I have not. I'm at one eighty nine. I'm down there mm. in William territory. I'm the exact same <laughs> amount of points. <laughs> but if you look at the points against, as we start from the bottom, so Castro, 196 points have been scored on you. So that's like strength of opponent, basically. Look at Scott's at 281, higher than any single offensive team has, because yours is 259 at the most. Scott has yeah. just been getting wrecked with matchups these first two weeks. Obviously, we said Jacob... Uh, uh, scored the most points, and that was his opponent last week. Uh, but Michelle at, at 228. I've had 216. Justin, you've had it rough. 259. 259. I think that's the second yeah. most points against. Uh, so just some tough breaks. Like I said, your points are two 200. That's better than... Yeah, you, you, I, and you look over here at Will. Will's given up 129. Well, yeah, he's spoiled the punchline, which is the yeah. by far the fewest points against is William <laughs> with 129. God dang. So it's too early That's to say fake on, record, but we'll see how week three goes. And uh, and we'll see if anyone gets exposed from this. Bless them. Bless them then. <laughs> so you better hope that defense keeps up because your offense ain't, ain't carrying you right now. Well, I, I haven't uh, put in the booster yet, so I will when I need to. So, yeah. yeah, DeAndre Swift is a real. I haven't added in the knots. Sweet. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I have. Finally, previewing week three. Castro, do I have to do this one? Probably. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, I'll try to have it out before Sunday, unlike last time. Maybe I just won't. Maybe I just won't fucking edit it. Who cares? <laughs> I'll have it out tonight. Yeah. No one noticed last what time. What is more so important? Yes. Like, sure, like, yeah, We. I don't think I had any moments. Oh, except for the goddamn Amber Alert. I don't think I had any moments where we just had to straight stop. What is more important, that it comes out and everyone hears it Saturday? Or that, you know, the gaps are gone? You guys tell me. The gaps are gone. <laughs> this fuck doesn't edit. Yeah, so then you cut it, will you? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> then you edit it. He can barely post it, you dumb slut. <laughs> I, I can't post it. <sighs> no, I, I think this one went really well, and I and I I'll, I'll stand by that. We'll just play it by ear each episode, unless there's a William issue where he you know loses video like four times and mm-hmm. cuts off ten minutes before we were supposed to end, then maybe uh, we need to edit that. But I, I made that into so a piece of art. Um, well, we better go now because people are showing up in the kitchen. There's gonna be a lot of background noise getting added in. So, uh, Justin, thanks a ton for being here. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Uh, have you back anytime, uh, especially if your matchup with Fonz is good enough. Maybe we can get both of you guys in just for, for a segment, if nothing else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, for the Jose's and myself, um, shit, this one might be up tonight. So you're welcome, everybody. Uh, what do you think you get us out of here? Good luck, Michelle. Everybody, we love to and our team. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, He's talking about me, but later. (laughs) 